The soundtrack of your life should be your authentic voice, not a compilation of all the things people said you couldn't, couldn't do. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Authentic Conversations. I am Amarelis. And I'm Susan. And if this is your first time joining us, thank you so much. Um, please hit the like bell, subscribe, do all that fun stuff if you are on YouTube. And if you're on podcasts or Spotify, thank you for joining us. Um, please follow us. We um, love to come in and have a little conversations of life. And so how as, are we, Susan? As real as we can get. Yeah. That's it. That's it. What's real? What is real? The only thing that's real, right, that withstands the, the test of time for as long as you're on earth is your breath. Everything else is an interpretation, right? Yep, it so is. And that's um, the interpretation that we've been discussing all the time, right, about our life path and where we are. So through that journey, that we discover, you know, some books that we love or some tools that we want to always give our audience. So this time around, we brought out um, our favorite book. Um, I'm not sure if that's going to show up with my face. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> For a hot second, we saw it. Oh, four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz. You know, it's a, um, it's a book that every time you read it, there's something new that speaks to you. So wherever you are on your evolutionary path, whether you're just starting to become more aware of who you are and, and your thoughts and, and you know how much um, or how little control you have over everything outside of you, um, it, you know, or if you're on this, you know, on this evolutionary journey and, and you know, you need something deeper every time you read it something new jumps out and that's what makes it such a classic that's really why it's a favorite um you know i i give it away all the time i'm like you need this book i mean i think it's 7.99 on amazon or something like that oh, you know like i I'll think it's even less i mean it's it's an amazing book guys i mean to own it buy it pre-owned you don't even have to get it brand new if you need the to. The library. <laughs> the library. They have the audio podcast uh, on YouTube. I've seen people who have read, read it. And so, like we've mentioned multiple times, um, the beginning part, he's kind of breaking down an, uh, this the thought process of where this he came up with these four agreements. Is that correct, Susan? What do you think? Yeah, you know, it, it, it's much more of a global perspective on, um, you know, on on how the realization came to be. And, and it's very um, non-concrete, right? So if you're really concrete and, and you know, you're, you want to see something, you know, the meat of it, is really in the four agreements, you can come back and understand a little bit better the evolution of the four agreements. If you're having trouble, like I know Amaral's first time you read it, you were like, yeah, nope, put it away. And you know, second time, yeah, nope, put it away. But you know, if you skip over that intro, it makes more sense sometimes to come back because it's just very, um, 
spiritual based unworld you know unworldly you know kind of philosophical in nature but you know fabulous ones who understand where he's coming from absolutely absolutely so we're gonna um go right into one of the parts of it i think that you know since we are couple of episodes and we're 20 minutes we're going to just first go for the first one and then come back next week what do you think so i think it's just a good thing to just kind of do little bites of each one well i think little bites and you know let's make it relatable to real life you know because it yeah. is relatable to real life so i don't oh. you know we don't just want to tell you about a book we want to tell you about a book and then you know what it really means absolutely so the first one is um the first agreement he has is be impeccable with your word. Uh, I love words. I love words. And, you know, I've been having this thing all week. So be impeccable with your word means be careful what you say. Mean what you say and say what you mean. Mean what you say and say what you mean, right? So often we are um, filtering our vocabulary to meet the self-imposed criteria of the audience. And what does that mean? That means that I'm gonna tell you what you wanna hear, I'm gonna tell you what you wanna hear, and I'm gonna tell you what you wanna hear. And uh, none of that is really what I meant to say, but it is a projection of what I think you wanna hear. Because how do I know what you wanna hear? So if you're impeccable with your word, right? You say what you mean and you mean what you say, which means that your authentic truth is what you speak, regardless of how someone's going to respond to that. And this is critical a lot of the time because you have to be genuine to yourself and others might not fully understand it or may not be willing to accept it, but that's okay because, you know, it's, it's, that's their part of their path. Yours is being your authentic self or being the most genuine version of yourself that you can. And, you know, it really comes down to being impeccable with your word. So I love that he's talking about not just how he uses the word um, almost like a curse, like be careful what you say to people because then they believe it, right? Be careful what you as a parent or a teacher, a mentor, a boss, how do you say something? and then make that person, you know, that is gonna become an impact on that person's life, whether even we're adults, right? Like we are, we go to work, we wanna do a good job and somebody, your boss speaks to you the wrong way, which we're going through a big uproar right now where people are like, I'm not taking it anymore, you know? So I'm not being treated right. And people are like, why, what's going on? And it's like, yes, you have to be careful how you speak to others i mean how you speak to your colleague or your employees like it's a, it's as important as how you speak to yourself right here's the thing that's been rolling around my head all day all day the last two days every soundtrack you hear in your mind right the naysayer the the guilt creator the um cheerleader every soundtrack you hear in your mind is in the voice of someone who has spoken to you in that way. So it's not even, you have a responsibility to be impeccable with your word, but you 
also as the receiver of words have a responsibility to decide what you're going to allow to stick. So we can't control what other people say. You know, if everyone was impeccable with their word and everyone spoke their authentic truth and everybody spoke from a place of pure, um, you know, good intention, the world would be a lovely place. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. But if we keep reminding ourselves that we will be impeccable with our word and we will be discerning, right, selective in what we allow to stick from the words of others. So the, the monologue in your head that's happening all the time is really a soundtrack of what people have been saying to you your whole entire life your teachers, your coaches, the, you know, the people who love and support you, the ones who are jealous and want to tear you down. Like you have a soundtrack in your head that you have been listening to your whole entire life without the awareness that you can erase some of that stuff. That you can literally, literally let go of the stuff that's not important anymore. You know, it's like, just because someone said it to you and it meant something in that moment doesn't mean that it still means something because now is not that moment anymore. That's Ooh, that has been running around in my head for two days. Like, I am like, whoa, how do I, how do I express this? And, and, and it's, what a perfect segue. It is a soundtrack, sound bites. Let's go with sound bites of all of the things that people have said to you that you have clung on to. And now you get to go through and pluck the weeds. You get to get rid of the poison ivy. You get to get rid of anything that holds you back or anything that tears you down because you know better now. So Susan. I love this because this is reminding me of what we always talk about. Also our unconscious mind, self-conscious self, right? Like what, this is something that's happening in the three-way version and our time frame right now, but you, because anyone who's listening to this for the first time is wondering like, okay, well, how do I stop that chatter? How do I, you know, how do I just not listen to something that somebody said to me? Um, and you have to start talking to yourself. If there's something in there that's recording back and forth, right? Just read it, write it down, put it on a post-it note in the mirror, say, I love myself or I am beautiful. Whatever it is that's, that keeps rolling into your mind that's making you not feel good about yourself that someone said to you. The soundtrack of your life should be your authentic voice, not a compilation of all the things people said you couldn't, couldn't do. All, not a compilation of all the things people said you looked and didn't look the part. You know what I mean? Like your soundtrack should be your authentic voice. And until we have the awareness, right? It, it's funny because it almost comes through like in your grandmother's voice. When you hear it, it comes through in your grandmother's voice. It comes through in your coach's voice. It comes through in your second grade teacher's voice. You know what I mean? And some of those make us feel really good and other of those make us feel really small or really bad about ourselves. So we have to be able to go through and edit the clips. 
edit the soundtrack, delete the stuff that no longer helps us and supports us and replace it with our own dialogue, with what we know about who we are and what we're capable of, what we are grateful for and what we appreciate. So how do we start? Uh, awareness is always the start of everything. I'll give you that answer a hundred times, right? So the first thing is, hey, I'm aware. I'm aware that if this, you know, if, if I get to this audio clip, right, the one that makes me, you know, want to crawl in bed or climb under a rock or whatever that is, I get to question it. Does this thought, belief, words, does it still have value in my life? Why is it important? How can I heal it, release it? How can I feel it and release it? How can I let it go? How can I change the narrative? What can I turn that sound clip into as soon as it starts to arrive? Oh, no, 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 not, not that again. I've already determined that that is false, that that is historical, that that is no longer serving me. So when it starts to show up, you push back. And that's just awareness. Push back, replace it with something else. I mean, you, you said that earlier, right? Find the clip or the bite that works for you. Don't get stuck on something someone told you 20 years ago that has zero bearing on your life right now. I was having this incredible conversation with this young woman today. She moved back to her hometown after having lived in Manhattan, right? So she moved from this little small town to Manhattan and then back to the little small town. And I said, that's really hard because the second you return home, all of those old things come back. But that's not who you are. You've had all of these other experiences in between. So you have to be super careful not to fall back into the same old stories from when you were here, because that is no longer your truth. That is no longer who you are. And, and that's the, you know, that's the moment. Is this my truth? Is this what I want to live? Is this what I want to believe? So when you start speaking your truth, when you're impeccable with your word, right? You no longer have to get caught up in stories or create stories for different peoples or parts or places in your life. You just speak your truth and you can't ever get it wrong. You can change your truth because your truth, like your beliefs can shift with new information and, and new experiences and over the passing of time, right? Your truth and your beliefs can shift, but, but you speak what is your truth right now and no one, no one can tell you it's not right. No one can tell you that what you believe is wrong. 
They can try, but you don't have to internalize that. Everybody's entitled to have their own truth. Oh yes, I and that is. And he's not only talking about the truth, um, Susan, or just being impeccable with your word, but also the energy that you bring with the gossiping or that phone call that you make, the vibrations low, about low, low, low vibrational energy gets you sucked into all of that negativity. So, right, gossip, drama. It's entertainment for somebody. But you don't need to be involved in that. Steer clear. Extract yourself. Don't waste your energy. No, don't. I mean, guys, you know, it can be, it's easy. You know, you're at work or someone starts talking about somebody. And if it's not something that is going to make the environment better or, you, you know, if you, you can hear a feedback, but don't fall into that because it becomes that energy. All of a sudden you're dragged into what else, nothing that's positive. Remember the people that are surrounding you, how do you lift each other up? You know, I, I was raised by the fact that like your tongue is your strongest muscle you have. It's the most, it's the most deadly weapon for sure. For sure. I mean, you know, uh, the language that you use and, and the tone and the delivery, right, are all telltale signs of, you know, what you're thinking and feeling. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's between, you know, you're like a, a, a vibration, right? We always talk about the tuning in, the vibration. And so what you put out there, you tell somebody something. And I love this one video that I saw. I can't remember who this was. I just bumped into it. And um, he said, you know, if I tell you that you have blue hair, I don't like your blue hair. I don't like your blue hair. And you don't have blue hair. You're like, what? How easy is it for you to be like, okay, whatever. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I don't care. But if you did have blue hair and that person says, I don't like your blue hair, which we, the more that we continue to read the four agreements, he starts talking about this, right? The judgment and, you know, not taking things personal, but we're not there yet. But even when someone says something to you, like how do we set the boundaries to not make it where it's so important what they're saying? So what someone says to you only holds as much weight as you assign it. So the source, right, is super important. And if you choose not to allow it to penetrate the exterior, so be it. It's your choice. Just because someone says something does not mean that you have to welcome it embody it, become it, defend it. None of those things. Say whatever okay. you want. It's only oh. going to hurt me if I attach value to it. How? Oh, but how did, like, I mean, how do you not 
attach a value to it, Susan. Like you make it so simple, but it's so hard. Well, so what's the, what's the, you know, if it's someone who never tells the truth, you know, I always say like, you know, I've worked in a high school for years, right? You know, look at the source. Is it a credible source? You know, someone said something. Yeah. Who else are they talking about? If they're talking about everyone, then everyone knows they're talking about everyone. How many people are really believing what they say? You know what I mean? It's like, there's the potsters who just want to want entertainment at your expense. So why give them anything? So much easier to just Rain-X, let it roll off. You ever put Rain-X on your windshield? <laughs> yes. Orders beads up and rolls right off. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you could just envision yourself coated in Rain-X and the words of people who have no value or meaning to you are meaningless and without value. Okay, so that's those. I, I can get that. But what if it's when it's somebody that you love or someone who's like a parent or someone very close to you that you, let's just say the parent for now. Like I, that was my experience. You know, more of the words that affected me were the ones that I had to heal was from my father, you know. So yes. how do you, I mean, I did it. I, I, I studied this and I learned that I could change that mindset and that I wasn't going to be, there was, thank God, an amazing guidance for me. But if you are kind of like tuning into this and just sort of searching that feeling that like, you know what, I'm having a hard time. I just, it's being, because you know, verbal abuse is a real thing. It is a real thing. It is a real thing. And you have to be able to protect yourself, right? From the abuse. Now, intentional, unintentional, it's all people know. It's what, you know, it's, it's the dynamics of the family. It's the dynamics of the family that they grew up in. I mean, there's so many different factors and so many things to, to look at, but first and foremost, you protect yourself. You are not words that other people say you are. You are not. I mean, that's, you know what I mean? Like you have to decide what you're letting in. And I get it. You know, Amarellis, there was a certain point in your life where, you know, where you started to tune it out mm -hmm. and not take it personally. And we'll get there. Not take it personally. Be impeccable with your word. Don't take it personal, right? Not take it personally because, because that was the survival mechanism. But on the flip side, it also gave you the seeker's path that allowed you to grow tenfold where if you didn't have some of that distress, you might not have found some of that peace or, or, or solitude. Oh, absolutely. I mean, now I can say that for sure for myself and my journey, um, you know, the healing process is not just for me, as I mentioned the last time is for anyone in this planet who's hurting. I know for my, in my generation, you know, this is ancestral healing that's happening and yes, um, it, 
made me who I am and the seeker that I am because of the situation that I was in. Because somehow I always had this light in me that kept me positive. And we all do have the light. You know what I mean? Like even even in our darkest times, there is still, you know, it's, it's never pure darkness. There is always, right. you know, a glimmer of light. But I want you to remember this too. Hurt people hurt people. Right? So, so sometimes people don't know what to do with their own hurt, so they pass it along. So, you know, people are doing the best they can with where they came from, with what they know. And, and you know, intentional or unintentional or, you know, it's just, it's, it's a hard thing to figure out. But find someone that you can be your authentic self with, that you can trust, that you can talk to, that you can... Um, you know, that will listen. This is not about finding others that will solve your problem. This is about finding others that will be a sounding board so that you can figure out your next best move. Absolutely. And, you know, journal. Sometimes if you don't have anyone that you feel that you can be a sounding board, journal, write, and let it out however you're feeling and then reread that and say oh or these are the thoughts that are coming out of like we just said at the beginning right the thoughts that are coming and being played in our minds where is that coming from i need to heal that i'm going to heal that process because this person is no longer here and i've survived this part i can let this go so that i can move forward and be a light for others I need to feel this and heal this, feel it and heal it, heal you it know, recognize heal it. it, awareness, recognition, feel it and heal it. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you again, Susan, for spending the time with us. Um, we have our Thursday night meditation. You guys are always welcome. Just reach out to us. We don't put it out there just because we don't want, if we want it to be that you would love to join us. It's a Zoom meeting. It's free, absolutely free. You know, you can just reach out to us, send us your email, log on, cameras and mics will automatically be off. That's a space where you can center yourself and let the thoughts kind of calm themselves down and yeah. give yourself 30 minutes. Find some clarity so that you can listen to your own inner voice, not the monologue that's been created for you over, you know, years of accumulation, so... So healing and light we send out there to everyone. Thank you for joining us again. And thank you, Susan, for your time. Thank you. Have a great one. You too.